Hello and welcome to Cleantech Talk, Alacrity Canada's latest podcast series that focuses on the emerging cleantech sector. In this week's episode, we're getting to know our oceans better with Julie Angus. Julie is a Canadian rower, adventurer, writer, cyclist, speaker, and entrepreneur. She's received numerous awards, including the National Geographic Adventurer of the Year Award in 2006, along with her husband, Colin, and has written several books about her adventures. She is also the CEO and co-founder of Open Ocean Robotics, a cleantech company that develops autonomous energy harvesting boats for offshore ocean research. Welcome, Julie. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me on the show. You've had quite the adventurous life. Uh, What are some of the achievements that you look back on most fondly these days? Um, I suppose I have had an adventurous life. Um, It's just been following my passions. So, uh, you know, I was always interested in science and uh, I did an undergraduate and then a a graduate degree in science. And I think that curiosity about um, wanting to know how the world works extends to a lot of things, including exploration. So um, after working in science and in business for a while, uh, I took a break what I thought was a break to row across the Atlantic Ocean and um, that was one of the most challenging things I've done in my life. It was five months on the ocean um, rowing from uh, Portugal to Costa Rica and in that expedition um, I became the first woman to row across the Atlantic from mainland to mainland. Um, so it was it was very challenging. We were actually hit by two hurricanes so oh I, I think <laughs> it was uh, it turned out to be the worst hurricane season in all of history which, um, you know, all of our planning and preparation, there was no way to predict that. So um, in many ways, that's definitely one of the most exciting and life-altering things that I've done. And it also inspired the company that we've started, Open Ocean Robotics, um, because we realized just how vast the ocean is and how difficult it is to get information. And that without that information, you can't predict a lot of things about our oceans, like our the weather or um, you know the impact of climate change on our oceans mm-hmm. or our fish populations or how pollution impacts them, or even for industries operating on the ocean, ways in which they can operate um, more effectively and sustainably. Um, So that uh, was a very convoluted way that led to where I am now. Mm -hmm. So speaking of your degrees, you got a few degrees in molecular biology. Was that also kind of a way to combine the passion that you have for adventure with your love of science uh, with Open Ocean Robotics as the founding company? Yeah, absolutely. So my undergraduate was in uh, biology and psychology Mm -hmm. from McMaster University in Hamilton. And then my graduate degree was in molecular biology from the University of Victoria. And uh, some of the expeditions that I've done have really combined that science with exploration. Um, So for example, uh, when we rode across the Atlantic Ocean, um, my book touched on a lot of the issues uh, facing the oceans and looking at it from a scientific perspective or on a later expedition, I worked with National Geographic um, to understand the origins of the olive tree um, and how it spread throughout um, Europe and used molecular biology, actually, to be able to um, look at its molecular evolution um, of the tree. And then, of course, now to our company, it's very much a combination of adventure. This time, I'm not going out on the ocean, but our autonomous, uncrewed boats are, and science, because it's all about collecting data from our oceans so that we can better understand them. Mm -hmm. 
So what do you hope to achieve with the company and what type of impact do you think having better ocean data will have on the world as a whole? We hope to transform how we understand and protect our oceans. Right now, it is very difficult to get offshore ocean data. Research ships are extremely expensive, costing 50000 or more a day. They can't go out in all conditions because it's just too dangerous to go out in the middle of a storm. Um, and they're limited in where they can go. And our oceans are vast. I mean, they cover 70% of our planet. So we want to use technology to change that by having small autonomous boats that are powered by the sun or the wind that can go out on the ocean for months at a time continuously collecting data and sending that back in real time it will just transform our understanding of the oceans and that is important for everything like our oceans are fundamental to our survival as a species to the health of our planet we depend on them for so much of our food most of our shipping is done on the ocean um, we depend on them for offshore energy they absorb huge amounts of carbon dioxide so having data to understand our oceans to help industries operate better in our oceans I think is fundamental mm -hmm. uh, so could you tell me a little bit more about the boats themselves so I know you've got two prototypes currently uh, the Force 12 Explorer and the Solar Explorer could you tell me a little bit about how they work and what they're actually doing out on the ocean? Yeah, so um, our boats are energy harvesting in that they um, use energy from the environment to power themselves. So there's no greenhouse gas emissions, no risk of oil spills. And there are several different ways you can harness energy. One is using the wind like a sailboat. Another is using solar energy. Uh, a third is using wave power. So we have autonomous boats that use the wind. So we have an autonomous sailboat boat. It has um, two rigid wing sails as well as solar panels to power uh, the sensors and communication devices um, and that's the Force 12 Explorer. We also have uh, two prototype models for our solar electric boat. One is the Solar Explorer that we have uh, on our website and that's um, a large uh, solar boat. It's about 24 feet in length and it has quite a significant solar array and then we also have a a smaller version of our solar electric boat that's called Data Explorer and it's about 10 feet in length and it's actually the uh, model that we're currently commercially producing so right now we're making five of those vessels and they'll be outfitted with um, different types of sensors to go out there and collect that ocean data. Amazing um, so what kind of industries could use some of that data like what are you what are your target customers currently? Yeah, so um, right now we're working with the Canadian Coast Guard to use one of our boats to gather bathymetry data. So that's um, mapping the seafloor. So you have a sensor called a, a multi-beam echo sounder that you mount on the hull of the vessel and it basically uses acoustic signals to paint a picture of the ocean floor. And that's important for a number of things. Um, but what the Coast Guard is interested in using it for is providing navigational charts and no uh, Knowing uh, the depth of the water so that they can ensure that boats are able to travel safely. Um, another pilot that we're going to be working on is the Department of Fisheries and Oceans and they're interested in using our boats to collect different types of data. In this case they're interested in understanding uh, ocean currents and the profile, the vertical profile of ocean currents so that they can use that to improve the current models they have which are important for a lot of things. You know for example the 
reports and you know understanding um, how currents could impact the ship's movement and another potential pilot we're looking at doing with them is uh, acoustic monitoring to better understand marine mammal populations um, and you know the the resident southern killer whale populations that we have in our waters here mm -hmm. So to compare, I don't know if they're comparable, but to compare your adventure in your earlier life and um, the adventure of starting a clean tech startup, are they comparable? Is it the same kind of excitement? Is it a different kind of excitement? What are those two journeys like? Yeah, I think there are a lot of comparables between going out and doing an adventure, an expedition, um, and starting a clean tech company. I mean, both of them require a lot of perseverance, a lot of grit, a lot of overcoming adversity, and a lot of belief and optimism that you can do this because there are so many challenges and setbacks with both an expedition or a company. Like on an expedition, you know, despite all of your planning, things are not going to go as you expected. Mm -hmm. You're going to have those hurricanes that hit you out of nowhere and you have to have um, the ability to deal with that adversity. And the same thing in a business, especially when you're starting it up, especially in a challenging space like where you're a clean tech company building both hardware and a data infrastructure. You know, there are challenges. Things aren't going to go as you expected. So just to be able to persevere and continue um, through those challenges challenges and just take it really one baby step at a time mm -hmm. and find creative problem solving skills and figure things out as they come and yeah do the best that you can with the stuff you've got yeah absolutely I think you know in both it's really important to have that vision of where you're going and the route to get there might not be exactly what you planned but to keep moving towards it mm -hmm. yeah that's that grit is definitely very important yeah uh, so I'm sure you've heard this question a lot before, but being a woman in tech, what has your experience been and how do you hope that the industry continues to embrace diversity? Yeah, I think diversity is really important across all sectors. I think women are underrepresented in STEM fields, you know, especially engineering, um, founding companies as well. I think the stats are something like only 5% of clean tech companies are founded by uh, a woman. So by continuing to encourage women to go in those fields, by having support from mentors, um, both male and females, is really important. And by you know having mentors for women to look up to and say you know she did it I'm, I'm gonna pursue that route as well and I think we all benefit from that kind of diversity in our sectors definitely just having different ideas different ways of looking at things and different perspectives to look at a problem and hopefully solve it the last question would be uh, where do you hope ocean open ocean robotics goes in the next few years where do you hope the company develops yeah, I think in the next few years, our technology will continue to advance. Um, right now, we have the only offshore solar electric vessel. I would think that solar electric autonomous boats um, really offer so many advantages for offshore data collection and um, that it's going to be very easy to use these boats compared to what we currently have. So we would like to see you know, our boats be widely used to start 
start collecting data for just a broad range of applications for, for industry, for research, for government, and starting to think about what all this data can do to help us better understand our oceans. Because, you know, when we have this data set that's um, better than, you know, may, what we have currently and combine it with all this data that researchers have that we have from satellite data, mm -hmm. you know, there's so much potential for um, what it means for understanding our oceans. Definitely. Well, thank you very much for your time and for telling us about Open Ocean Robotics. Thank you so much for having me on the show. If you'd like more information about Julie's company, visit openoceanrobotics.com or keep up with her latest adventures at angusadventures.com. For more on Alacrity's Cleantech Scale-Up program, visit alacritycanada.com and look for it under the program section. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on Cleantech Talk with Alacrity Canada.